Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, chefs. You're listening to Chef's PSA Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natera. Today, we are going to get into culinary school. So culinary school is probably, you know, a pretty controversial topic. Um, I know a lot of chefs are very interested and, you know, I'm going to add fuel to the fire on either side, whether you're pro culinary school or you're anti culinary school. Um, But I think from a chef's perspective, it's important that we discuss it, that we talk about the pros and cons, uh, what to expect in culinary school, what to expect when you get out of culinary school, some of the differences between culinary school and the real world. But most importantly, I think this gives, if nothing else, it's an opportunity to begin dialogue. And there's no right or wrong because everyone has a different path and some people need school and some people don't. But nonetheless, I just want to make sure that we're opening up the dialogue and discussion. Um, and I and I don't have a hard stance either way, whether I'm pro-culinary school or anti-culinary school. So I, I think it's important that we establish that first. With that being said, I did go to culinary school. I went to uh, the Western Culinary Institute in Portland, Oregon. Um, this was 1995. I graduated in 1996. And when I was going to culinary school, things were much different. Um, the Western Culinary Institute became a Le Cordon Bleu, um, but it was, um, it, was, it was new for me. I didn't know anything. I was 17 years old. I didn't even know it was called culinary school. I thought I was going to chef school, as I, as I like to call it. I was like, oh, I'm going to chef school. Uh, but in reality, I was going to culinary school. I didn't even know what that word meant. And the way I found it back then was, you know, I would, I would buy Bon Appetit magazine and I would look in the back and they used to have advertisements for culinary schools. And it was, um, CIA Culinary Institute of America, Johnson and Wales, uh, Scottsdale, um, the California Culinary Academy, and then the Western Culinary Institute. That was, that was pretty much the only schools that were advertising at the time. So I had decided that I wanted to go to school because I needed to work. I, I really didn't have any other, uh, passions in life. Um, you know, I was getting into a lot of trouble. I wanted to, be, I wanted to be a fighter. I wanted to be a professional fighter. Uh, my, my parents didn't think it was the best thing for me. So I said, well, culinary school seems easy. Uh, you know, I don't need to go to college for four years or whatever. This seemed relatively easy at the time. I thought this is an easy career path. Cooking seems easy. Boy, was I wrong. It wasn't what I, uh, it wasn't what I signed up for. Um, but like I said, it wasn't my initial passion, but what I discovered is that when I was in school, I quickly fell in love with it. I really fell in love with the idea of becoming a chef. And since then, um, I've gone to continuing education courses in the CIA in St. Helena, California, in Hyde Park, New York, and then also um, in San Antonio, I think once or twice. So I've, I've 
I'm a firm believer in culinary education. There's online culinary program that I've also taken and completed. And that's Ruby, which is an online culinary school because I'm, I'm an education junkie. I always want to get some sort of competitive edge as a chef and learn a little new something or, you know, what else could I learn as a chef? So me personally, I've attended school probably more than others. Like I said, I've completed an online course. I graduated from culinary school and I've taken, I think at least three or four continuing education courses at the CIA. I was also um, a commencement speaker and I, for Le Cordon Bleu schools. Um, I sat on their board for quite some time. And then uh, I, I think I delivered uh, one of the most recent commencement uh, graduation addresses for the Culinary Institute in San Antonio. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of culinary school, but I know a lot of people are not. So me personally, I am. I, I do think that um, for myself as an individual, I did need that extra education because I'm an education junkie. I read a ton of books. You know, I, I think I've talked about this on other podcasts I read about a book a week um, and I try to hit about 50 books a year. Um, I, I love to read. I love to educate myself. So for people like me that just love the educational aspect of culinary school, I do think that uh, it is something that you should consider. If you could afford it and you love to educate yourself, you should go to culinary school. But I want to talk about what really happens when you go to culinary school and when you graduate culinary school. And I'll share this story with you. Uh, I did an Instagram video on this the other day is when I was in culinary school, the instructor was, uh, you know, he was giving a discourse for us and he talked about how when we graduate, you know, we're going to get our diploma in culinary arts and we could use that diploma and go to the American Culinary, American Culinary Federation and became a certified cook. So I remember hearing that and I was a bit shocked. I said, certified cook, I'm going to culinary school. I've moved 2000 miles away from home uh, to educate myself to become a chef as I thought I was in chef school. When you graduate, I was gonna be the, the chef. And I remember raising my hand and I said, um, you said we're gonna become certified cooks. Don't you mean we'll become chefs? And you know, he laughed. And all the culinary in school instructors also laughed and like, no, uh, when you graduate, you're gonna be a cook and you're gonna work in kitchens for years and it might take you, you know, 10 to 20 years before you're ever a chef. And times were different then. And I think now, I think that's probably not as true as it was back then. I think you could become a chef in a much shorter time just because of the access to information through social media, through uh, video platforms like YouTube, uh, continuing education courses like Ruby or, or really uh, great online programs like Chef Steps. I, I think this helps shorten your career trajectory. You could become a chef in much shorter time, but it was the norm. Uh, there was 40, 50 year old executive sous chefs that were waiting in line for their chef to retire so they could move up. That wasn't uncommon. So for me, I was, I was a little bit devastated when I found out that upon graduation, I was not going to become a chef. So for people that are in school right now, and if you think uh, when you graduate, you're going to be a chef. That's probably not the case. Most likely, you're going to start at uh, the bottom. You know, depending on how high end the kitchen is that you work. Um, you know, if you're starting in a in a Michelin star kitchen, you're going to start at the bottom. There's no way that they're going to put you in a position of leadership. Much less, probably not even on the line. You're probably going to start peeling. Uh, you know peeling vegetables or putting away the produce. So that's the reality of it. It doesn't matter that you graduated because the fact of the matter is everyone else in the kitchen, especially in these high-end kitchens, 
Everyone else went to culinary school. Everyone else has 10 times more experience and knowledge than you do. So um, understand that culinary school in a lot of kitchens, that's just price of entry. That just gets your resume looked at and that gets your, your foot in the door. But it does not guarantee a position when you graduate. So I think that's something that a lot of young chefs and cooks need to understand when it comes to when I graduate, will I become a chef? And the answer is probably not. So if the answer is no, you're not going to be a chef when you graduate, then the question becomes, do you need culinary school? And the fact of the matter is, no, you don't. You could become a chef without having gone to culinary school. There's many great chefs out there that um, never went to culinary school that learned the old fashioned way. They went into a great kitchen, they worked under a great chef and they worked their way up. And for some people, that's the way to do it. They don't like, they don't like sitting in classrooms. They, they want to get into the action right away and they go that route. So there's, there's nothing that says you have to have a degree uh, in order to become a chef. And I can tell you, I've, I've been an executive chef nine times um, for restaurants, hotels, resorts, corporate chef, etc. And never once did anyone ask to see my diploma. And as a chef who's hired other chefs, never once did I ask them to see their diploma. It doesn't matter. Once you're in the industry, people don't look at your resume um, and say, oh, you didn't go to culinary school. We're not going to hire you. Um, it matters what you've done in the industry. So where have you worked? What have you done? What have you accomplished? That matters more so than it does, um, hey, I, I went to such and such school. That, Like I said, that's that's just price of entry. And the fact of the matter is most of the people when you graduate will have a lot more experience than you do. So it's it's a reality check. Like you're going to go into a kitchen and you're going to think, you know, you're a little bit puffed up. I just graduated from culinary school. I'm going to be able to tell people what to do. Um, and, and people are going to have a hard time respecting you. Like you're not the chef. I have way more experience than you. I've been doing this for 10 years. You just went to school. You have no experience. How are you going to tell me what to do? And sometimes that's, that's a sad reality of a lot of kitchens. Um, until you understand that the currency that you exchange with other cooks is really, you know, your ability to cook on the line, your ability to prep. That's what's going to bring you value, not the diploma. The diploma, like I said, is going to get you in the door. It's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you a foundation uh, from which to build on. But you're on your own. Your teachers aren't there to help you anymore. So um, I think it's really important that people understand that because sometimes it can be a shock. You know, you've, you're in culinary school and you're working on a project with a team for two or three hours. And then you get into the kitchen and it's like, oh, shit, there is no team. It's just me. And I have a, a mountain of prep to get done by myself. That is that is a real situation and, and no one's going to help you. And if you don't get it done, you might lose your job. So it's important that you start to think about that transition from culinary school to the real world um, of kitchens. And I highly recommend that if you're in culinary school right now and you're listening to this, get a job in the industry. Start working as a chef in you know part-time, full-time, on the weekends, whatever you can. Is start getting exposed to that kitchen environment because it is very different from the classroom. The pace and intensity is you know, it's tenfold when it comes to the speed that people expect from you and the workload that you get from working on a project in a group with a bunch of students versus working on a project with no group with a deadline by a chef that needs it done yesterday. 
And I'll, and I'll share a little story with you. So I used to, I won't say which culinary schools, but I used to partner with a lot of culinary schools. Um, and they would ask me to go in and have a conversation with the students because there's a lot of things that the instructors are aware of that they, you know, they really are not going to say to the students, but they, you know, they're, they're a little bit afraid for the students and they like, Hey, I can't say this to them, but you don't work for us. Can you come in and have a, you know, scared straight, so to speak, uh, conversation with the students. So, um, I would go in and give them interview tips and, you know, uh, what it's going to be like when you get into a, a kitchen. Um, and I would be shocked. Sometimes I'd be appalled. Like I, I could, I could recall a time that I went into this culinary school. Um, and it was like, it was just like being in high school again. The kids were so disrespectful to some of the instructors. I remember when I walked into, uh, to give a little lecture, um, one of the students had their feet on the table. They were rolling their eyes when I was talking and I'm trying to be respectful. You know, I'm, I'm in their school, but I was thinking, you, you don't realize like you could be disrespectful a little bit uh, when you're in culinary school and you could get away with it because you're paying for it, right? So the teachers might be willing to put up with a little bit more like when you're in high school, like, okay, you're paying me, you pay my salary, I get it. Um, I want you to graduate. I understand um, that, you know, you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. But I was, as this was happening, I was thinking if this was in the real world, you'd be fired, if you were that disrespectful to another chef, you, that would be it. You'd be thrown out of the kitchen and you wouldn't come back. And it blew my mind and it reminded me like, oh, the, the, a, lot of the, a lot of the people in culinary school that I've never worked before, you're in for a very rude awakening when you work in an intense kitchen um, and you have, a, you have a little bit of a lippy uh, attitude towards the chef. Remember, here's a big difference between culinary school and work is when you're in culinary school, you're paying them. You're paying them, but when you flip it around, they're paying you. So the expectation is much different. Um, and everyone in the kitchen understands that already. Like there's, there's, there's a difference. It's like when you're in high school, like a lot of people go to culinary school right out of high school. And so you're used to kind of that, that mentality and banter, you know, you're the senior, uh, in high school. And then all of a sudden you get into a professional kitchen and these guys are four five, six years in. So it's like going from, you know, being a senior in high school to, to, big time college and, and you're a freshman all over again. And, and, um, it's a, it's a culture shock. So I think it's, I think it's important that you understand that, that you're prepared for it. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to scare anyone, but understand the best thing to do when you're in culinary school is be humble, uh, go into a kitchen that is going to make you better work with chefs that are better than you learn, um, and work in kitchens that, uh, you're not the best because if, if you're right out of culinary school and you're the best person in the kitchen, uh, you're probably in the wrong kitchen because you should be working around people that are much, much better than you. Um, that'll hasten your career because you'll have, uh, you know, you'll have a greater eyelash learning curve as, as it's explained, uh, you know, the ability to go further. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm rambling and I'm ranting. I want to talk about last thing just to kind of close it all up is what should you do upon graduation? Like I said, ideally, if you could get work experience, that's great. But one of the great benefits of going to culinary school is your chef instructors, use them, talk to them and ask them, where should I work? Who do you know in, 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 in the industry that I could go work with and learn from and see what doors that they open for you? So this is a very important piece of advice I could give you is utilize the people around you because they know way more than you. They probably have more experience in the industry than you. And, and if you're not going to use them, 
figure out what are the best restaurants in the world. And if you have the opportunity to go work abroad and work in different countries um, and get into some of these world-class restaurants, you know, the restaurants that have Michelin stars or on the world's 50 best, do it. Because a lot of those um, a lot of those places would prefer to get you when you're younger and you have less experience. So you haven't really picked up any bad habits um, than they would, you know, if you had 10 years experience working in the wrong type of kitchen. And what I mean by the wrong type of kitchen is um, something that's not exactly uh, at that high level. So work in great restaurants, work um, around great chefs. Like, and we'll talk about this on another episode, but you could always work your way down the ladder. Um, but if you start out working in kitchens um, for years that are not at the highest level, it's very hard to work your way up. So um, if you start at the top, you could always go down, but it's difficult if you start at the bottom to work your way up. And I, and I mean that in terms of uh, level of cuisine that you're working on. So um, if you have a passion for working in high-end cuisine, do that right away. Don't be afraid uh, that you're not gonna be the best person in the kitchen because the reality is, you're not, and you're not going to be the best person in any kitchen that you go to. So why not go to the best kitchen where you can learn from great people? Um, well, anyway, chefs, that wraps up this rant on culinary school. Um, for those of you that were on the, uh, on, on the, on my Instagram, um, and you messaged me what episodes you'd like to see. I appreciate that. Um, it gave me a lot of ideas, uh, for future rants and things like that. But, um, if you want to support the show, uh, follow Chef's PSA. I've started a TikTok. We're on Instagram uh, and Twitter. You could support the podcast. There's a there's a link uh, where to, where you could sponsor the podcast. You could buy the Chef's PSA book. Um, share this information with everybody. Um, but anyway, we'll see you next time. And um, let's cue up the porno music. See y'all.